Welcome to Truman's Matrix. A podcast built around the craziest headlines around the world. A production of Digging Deeper Media, owned by Hale Multimedia. Where you don't know who's watching who, or who's controlling you. Hey, hey, we've got some news that happened this week, and it is Truman's Matrix where nothing is seems real. So with Truman's Matrix, it, it, it's all of the headlines that don't fit into our major segments. And uh, just real quick, before we go into our major segments and tell you what those are again and get into Truman's Matrix, I just want to say, you know, shout out to my friend from way back. I have a friend in high school his birthday is today, and every year I think of this day, and usually significant things happen on this day. So Ben Garcia, if you're listening out there, I love you, buddy. I'm glad you're doing well, and and we're praying for you and your family. Uh, he's a military graduate. We went to school together down there at Minotaur High School. So just a quick happy birthday shout-out to Ben. Just had to say that. Uh, can't forget my good friend. It is Truman's Matrix, and today... I'm going to tell you, I'm going to start off with a story about this podcast channel. Yeah, tell them. From, <laughs> from a, and I found out in the terms and conditions that it, you aren't allowed to say you have a relationship with the company that, you, uh, that provides you services for your podcasting. So I don't have a relationship with Spreaker, but that's the company uh, that I'll refer to, my podcasting platform. At least it is at this point. So a couple days ago, all of a sudden, and some of you may have seen this on social media, all of a sudden my podcast channel, it just disappeared. I couldn't log in and it said it didn't exist. Yeah. I went for the lost password function and the heart started beating. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> and you counted four, over 400 <laughs> we have podcasts. Over, yeah, we have over 400 podcasts just on Digging Deeper. Right. And that's over, not including... Over 4,000 and all the rest of them. Wow. All the ones I mentioned just a second ago. Right. So that's a lot of material to have to repost somewhere if they just took me down for some reason. But as it turns out, uh, after appealing and asking them what the heck went on, they did not say that I actually violated anything. In fact, I got them to actually write to me and say that I did not violate anything, any terms or conditions, but that the system somehow misrecognized my podcast as spam in some way. I don't know how that works. <laughs> it's a three-year-old podcast with 4,000 episodes, and that's ranked in the top 1% of numbers of episodes for any podcast out there. Uh, I have over 120,000 downloads, listeners in um, 24 countries now. <laughs> It's not a new podcast, so that wasn't right. the reason. I was thinking it was what I was talking about with Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. Well. I thought they just took me down, took us down because of the truthfulness of our content. But as it turns out, they said, no, sir, we have set the system and we can guarantee this will not happen to you again. So that's good news. Yay. Yay for Spreaker, <laughs> the company that I do not have a relationship with. Right. <laughs> and by the way, I really wanted them to tell me that I was not violating any 
terms of service because I actually read through the terms of service, and these things are so ridiculous that I'm in violation of at least six. Because they're so vague. Yeah. It, first of all, one of them is... Who defines those, anyway? <laughs> yeah, your podcast can't be controversial. What? <laughs> controversial to who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Again, it's the thought police out there that are going to say who it is that's controversial. So anyway, that's our story. Our uh, just short little lead story for the Spreaker channel that went down and came back up. Uh, they are a company out of Texas, USA, so we're okay with that. I was able to get some service from them. I am a paying customer at one of the highest levels, and I will stick with them for now. But I did let them know in the meantime that I was a computer programmer of 40-plus years <laughs> and could build a platform and be a competitor to them if, you know, I mean... If you so chose to. Yeah. And so, since, you know, we built DiggingDeeper.us because YouTube took us down so many times that we wanted our own streaming TV network. Mm-hmm. We built... In just a matter of months. Yep. Our own streaming TV, streaming radio, streaming podcast network, all on diggingdeeper.us. You can watch videos constantly. Some of them are from YouTube, the ones that don't get taken down. But for those banned videos, like the ones you might see on Alex Jones or on Stu Peters or, or any of those, those banned videos, we save them before YouTube can annihilate them and we put them on our own networks both rumble and our own personal server yep. so go to the live tv streaming tv tab on diggingdeeper.us to see those but for now we're going to keep rolling on we've got a lot of stuff to talk about in truman's matrix yes we do one of the things that i just i asked andy to put this in this document because i had to cover this is i had heard that dennis bushnell was the writer I was looking back at the old NASA war documents video, the one that actually disappeared for a while, the documents that were written in 2001 and were uh, geared towards the 2020 or 2030 reset. These were NASA documents called NASA war documents. Well, I went back and looked at those again the other day, and I saw that I listened, and it said that Dennis Bushnell uh, was the chief scientist and longtime NASA uh, member that wrote the document. And then I thought I'd look him up and see who he is. Very interesting. Very interesting. He has been at NASA longer than Tony Fauci and Henry Kissinger, which is interesting uh, because those guys have been in government since the Vietnam War. And so it's just unbelievable. We've, we're talking about three people who have been in government for more than 55 years, more than 54 years. And that's Dennis Bushnell, Tony Fauci, and and if you can believe this or not, Henry Kissinger is actually in that company of people who have been in the government. I don't know exactly what his role is, but he's still listed as an employee, and he's the oldest one there, 91 years old. Anyway, so in these new wars, this new NASA war document, Future Warfare, circa 2025. This is a presentation that's dealing with the future strategic issues on future warfare. And here is what it's called. (laughs) Oh my, oh, should I go ahead and and let me link to that and read you the full name. Because Andy didn't list it here in the article. This is a very interesting long name because it tells you exactly what it's for. This is 
the oh now where did it go? I thought that I was able to see the title and, and that's not in there. That's not in there. This is a presentation dealing with future strategic issues on future warfare. It looks at the capabilities of the enemy after next. Ongoing worldwide technological revolutions, economic trends, and potential nature of farther term warfare. Really deep, but what I actually pulled out of it was the name of it. And it was named... This Okay, you know what? You have found a third document. Oh, really? You have found a third. This is not the one that I was looking for. Really? Not the PDF that I had. So, okay, we have a golden nugget. You're listening <laughs> live, and so you get a bonus here. We'll have that PDF slideshow uh, right there. It's linked on our article, but that's not what I was looking for. So I'm going to talk about the NASA war documents on another broadcast. Let's okay. move on. All righty. I want to tell you about a few quotes from a White House advisor. <laughs> In fact, they're pretty strange. And I'll have Andy read some of those. Go ahead. I, you wrote this, and I don't see how they're separated. Can you please read these? Would food be considered an instrument of national power? Is the U.S. prepared to accept food rationing to help people who can't, won't control their population growth? Military men are just dumb, stupid animals to be used as pawns in foreign policy. Depopulation should be the highest priority of foreign policy towards the third world because the U.S. economy will require large and increasing amounts of minerals from abroad, especially from less developed countries. I like this one. <laughs> this is the funny one. Yeah. I'll do that one. No one will ever win the battle of the sexes. There's too much fraternizing with the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> he also said, control oil and you control nations. Control food and you control the people. And one of his more famous quotes is, there cannot be a crisis next week. My schedule is already full. Now, before we go past that, let's think a little deeper on that. Why could anybody actually say that they could not schedule a crisis unless they were part of manufacturing them? Hmm, good mm. point. Mm. He also said the elderly are useless eaters. I'm sure he's not the only one who said that. But. Oh, man. It's not a matter of what is true that counts, but a matter of what is perceived to be true. Mm-hmm. Mm. He also said the illegal we the illegal we do immediately. The unconstitutional takes a little longer. Mm-hmm. And Anybody guess who we're talking about yet? Yeah, he stopped saying that when the Freedom of Information Act was created. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I better stop saying things like that since FOIA came out. Can no, anybody I... guess who this longtime advisor is? And one more. Today, Americans would be outraged if U.N. troops entered Los Angeles to restore order. Tomorrow, they will be grateful. This is especially true if they were told there was an outside threat from beyond, whether real or promulgated, that threatened our very existence. It is then that all peoples of all the world will pledge 
with world leaders to deliver them from this evil. The one thing every man fears is the unknown when presented with this scenario. Individual rights will be willingly relinquished for the guarantee of their well-being granted to them by their world government. <laughs> that one was from the Bilderberg meeting in France, May 21st of 1992. He said that. So who are we talking about? Mr. Henry Kissinger. He's still alive. Secretary of State from 1974 to 1979, something Mm -hmm. like that, uh, 73 to 79. Secretary of State during Vietnam. He actually was the one who negotiated the ceasefire Mm -hmm. for Vietnam. Okay, so he worked under Richard Nixon. And it's just, he's he's worked under how many presidents, but that he's even in government still and advising He's advising our current officials. He's still on the payroll. And the thing that I wanted to dig up on this was all of his quotes that I saw originally earlier in the week on depopulation. This man is talking about depopulation of third world countries all the time. In fact, that's the PDF that I found. If I still had this up here... I'm not going to uh, go to that because we're going to run out of time here. Mm-hmm. But I want to tell you, I have not only just a little bit of evidence of a few quotes of his, but Mr. Henry Kissinger wrote a report, and they call it the Kissinger Report. Mm-hmm. Implications of worldwide population growth. Oh, there US it is. U.S. security and overseas interests, my, December of 1974. My title, thank you. This is yes. what I was looking for earlier, okay? Oh. <laughs> Implications of worldwide population growth. Okay, so this is just the nice first title. The subtitle was, How Are We Going to Depopulate the Third World? Yeah. So, yeah. there are a lot of ways that depopulation is going to happen. First of all, you could somehow call up a flu virus or something and and let it get loose and kill a couple million, several million. You could do that. Right. Uh, Because the wars, they've kind of failed on, you know. Uh, To tell you the truth, they really haven't killed that many. Abortion has killed a hell of a lot. Yes. Okay. That's been been a success in their eyes. Yeah, and that's in this paper. In the Kissinger Report, it says that no nation can overcome... It's population crisis without abortion. That was another quote from him. It's all about the depopulation methods. There are also methods in there for starving the people and also for uh, less fertility, for decreasing fertility. All of this is in Kissinger report from 1974, Mm -hmm. and he is still an advisor in the government today, and many think like him. Yep. And another way they kill us, like I said, is the food shortage. Yes. Okay? And and tonight, uh, we may have taken a long time to do this, but we were kind of gearing up towards this. And we hope that she's listening because we have brought on a new author and a new deep thinker. And she is multi-talented. She can do so many things. And she thinks a lot like us and sometimes way outside the box we are outside of. <laughs> and her name is Natasha Wright. Natasha Wright is a new author for us, and she has put together an article on our news section called The Looming Food Shortage. And a little longer title than that, but 
It's The Looming Food Shortage by Natasha Wright. We have a link right there on our Digging Deeper article on Truman's Matrix. Just go there. You'll be able to click on that. Or if you just find her article, it's in the lineup. Mm -hmm. It's under Looming Food Shortage. So we are really proud to have her on board. And shout out to Natasha. Multi-talented lady that is, uh, I think we're going to do some great things together. I agree. Yes. Great. Great to have her on board. Another headline here. The WFE, or the WEF. What are you trying to do? Get into wrestling now? Did you say WWE? No. WEF? WEF issues ominous warning over the coming food crisis as well. So Natasha went through just basically what we've gone through the last two years and where we're at from there. And WEF is saying, um, you're going to have to get used to eating lentils instead of meat. Oh, yeah. And they're asking you to switch to public transportation Embrace a veggie diet and rethink those costly pet medical expenses. Jeez. So the reporter is this Gila Darchi. I don't know. She um, works for the World Economic Forum. And she brags about having infiltrated various world governments. And she's suggesting that people get used to eating bugs. Oh, for, yeah. yeah. For... Um, the extra protein. Right, because they can just grow those bugs, right? Or like Yeah, they can it's it's easy just, to grow bugs. It's like growing weeds. Right? <laughs> so, okay. Uk, uk. All right. Now Then there was the digital dollar. Oh, the executive, executive order. order. Yes, mm-hmm. we've been talking about the financial collapse. Uh, many people have been talking about this uh, the Actually, for a couple of years now, we've been going through this strange cash shortage, mm-hmm. you know, change shortage, and we called we called BS on that from the beginning. Yes, they're just trying to get us used to not using any kind of cash, cash. any kind right. of American dollar. And so, the digital dollar is a new currency. It's official. It's one of the biggest threats to freedom we've ever seen, at least in decades. It's a huge part of the Great Reset. And why isn't anyone else talking about this except for us and Glenn Beck? I mean, there are, you know, Catherine Austin Fitz and (laughs) others that are talking about this. But the digital dollar, Biden actually signed an executive order to create a digital dollar. So it's official. It's now official. Yep. So. um, Do we have time to go ahead and listen to that great uh, Glenn Beck report? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's, let's, go ahead and do it. let's do that. This is important. It's 16 minutes. It'll take us a little bit past the hour, but then we'll close out Truman's Matrix. And um, that was the last thing we were going to talk about anyway. So let's finish off this segment with Glenn Beck. I find this is so critically important for you to understand uh, what America will look like, I believe, soon financially. I want you to know I pray that I'm wrong. I really do. But there is just too much hard evidence out there to put your faith in man. We have to find our faith and our hope in God. What no one is really talking about is the new alliance with Russia and many countries around the world. This is going to do two things. It is going to collapse our U.S. dollar, which will be replaced by a digital programmable currency. 
If we enter a Cold War, God forbid, a hot war, what is known as the American lifestyle will come to a screeching halt. And I'll explain that here in a minute. There are things that, due to time, I'm just going to have to assume you either know because you've read my book or you're some sort of a financial geek. If you do not know them, learn them. Get a copy of my book, The Great Reset. I don't care if you get it at the library. Go back and listen to my podcasts. You can find those for free and watch my last few Wednesday night specials on blazetv.com. They're also available. Some of them are also still available at YouTube, YouTube.com. Just search for Glenn Beck and Blaze TV. A couple of things you need to know. I'm going to assume you do. Modern monetary theory, that is printing money at, uh, as much as you want and to control spending, meaning controlling how people spend that money to curb high inflation. That's how we're operating now. Modern monetary theory. ESG, it's the public-private partnerships that will punish those who will not play the game on global warming, social justice, or being told who and how to hire in your own business. Things are moving so quickly now. I want you to listen carefully to me. There is coming a time where I, I don't believe I'll be able to say the things in which I believe. I will never say the things that I do not believe, but you will need to know these things. You're going to need to do your own research, remain calm and peaceful. Most importantly, listen to him in whatever way he speaks to you. God is speaking to people right now. And you know what I mean. He is speaking to you if you are listening through coincidence, my wife hears his voice through scriptures. She, you know, is reading and she's like, there's the answer for me through dreams, through promptings. But he is telling you what you are supposed to do. If it's violence, you know, that's not from God. If it doesn't make sense or it's really something you really, really don't want to do, most likely it's God. But do whatever you are hearing, do it with exactness, and do nothing more. Just wait. Here's what's coming. The global financial system is about to fundamentally transform. And no matter how it all shakes out, the dollar will be gone, and whatever replaces the dollar, our lives will not be the same. Your purchasing power will be weaker than it is today. And I believe we have a matter of months, not years, before this takes place. I don't know. I'm always wrong on timing. But I believe this could happen by the end of the year, depending on how things go in Russia and Ukraine. So what's happening? Well, let me just give you a quick history. We've already gone through uh, two radical changes just in the last hundred years. Bretton Woods 1 happened in 1944, and that's where the global community pegged all international currency to the U.S. dollar. Uh, it became the gold standard because we had all the gold. Everybody, you know, gave us gold for World War One. We had it. We kept their gold for safekeeping. And the dollar was pegged to the price of gold. That was Bretton Woods 1. Bretton Woods 2 happened in 1971, and again, when the uh, global financial, uh, uh, and again, the f global financial system changed when Nixon took us off the gold standard. 
Now, the dollar was still the world reserve currency, but it wasn't backed by anything at all. No gold or any other commodity. It just carried some mysterious value. Well, the world began to question the dollar. And so what we did is we quasi-pegged it to the price of oil. When inflation became bad, and this is really important, when inflation became bad, meaning we printed too many dollars because we wanted to spend more, we corrected it from the 1970s into the 1980s. In the 1980s, under Reagan, Volcker raised the interest rate to almost 20%, which hurt us here in America for a time. But it gave the world confidence that the dollar was solid and we would never let it spiral out of control. But in 2008, we did the opposite. And by 2010, between 2010 and 2014, they knew we were bailing everybody out. We were uh, uh, printing money to make everybody happy at home, uh, to make the stock market go up. And everyone, everyone knew this was wrong and wouldn't work. I should say everybody in the elite sector, they knew it wouldn't work. And so the world began to look for a new financial system. That system has been found. It has been developed. And the time to turn the key to start the engine is now or very soon. We are now in, and if you look this up, if you think I'm a conspiracy theory or whatever, look it all up. Go to the IMF. Uh, Go to uh, the Federal Reserve. Just do a Google search for Bretton Woods 3 and only look at the original sources, the Treasury, etc., etc. No one is talking about this, but a few years ago I did a chalkboard um, where I said the last thing that will happen is a trust implosion where the world will no longer believe in anything anymore. They won't know what to trust And when that breaks down on all levels, it would be the end of capitalism as we know it, and it would usher in something that Joe Biden just announced. You know, we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. Not just the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're going to, there's going to be a new world order out there. Okay. And we've got to lead it. Stop. A new world order. A new world order. This is one of the biggest announcements in my lifetime. And people pretty much yawned through it. A new world order. Don't go to anything, you know, nefarious. I mean, I think it is nefarious, but don't you don't have to go there. Just understand what he's saying. It happens every three or four generations, roughly 100 years. We're actually on a cycle that is about 50 years. Bretton Woods won in 1944, Bretton Woods two in 1971. But that is what he's talking about, that it goes, you know, it happens uh, every couple of generations where we change our financial system. Now, he's talking about a new world order, but one of our enemies and one of Russia's new allies is talking about it as well. Iran's enemies, I'm quoting, Israel and the United States have an expiration date as the new world order is upon us. This is coming from General Hossein Salami, which, I mean, you got a name of Salami. Anyway, he's the commander in chief of the Iranian Revolutionary Guards. Now, that's the one that we're thinking about delisting. 
as a terrorist organization. Again, they have an expiration date as the new world order is upon us. They've been meeting with Russia, China, and everyone else. There is a new Axis power that is being formed. Okay, now this is not just about our dollar. It's about everything that we know and how it works and how we work. The free market will be replaced with stakeholder capitalism. Don't let the second word in that confuse you. It is not capitalism. Companies will not be free to make their own decisions. They will be coerced to follow the ESG playbook. Don't believe me? Again, here's Larry Fink. Well, behaviors are going to have to change, and this is one thing we're, going to, we're asking companies. Uh, you have to force behaviors, and at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. Got it? Mal once said, there is no construction without destruction. And that's what's happening right now to the world's financial system. And it is being played out as, I believe, planned because they knew it was all going to fall apart. They were just waiting for the reason, if they were ready, to bring it on naturally. So let's talk about the destruction before the construction. What would allow something like this to happen? Actually, that's not good enough. What would make the people cry out for something to be done? So you remember a few years ago, I was saying, hey, you should get your gold out of the Fed. Remember that? Hey, countries, why are they delaying? Why won't they give countries their gold back? Um, Because rehypothecation. I'm not going to get into it, but look the word up. Uh, They didn't want to do it. And now what have they done? Now the central banks have said Russia's dollar and any gold that they might be storing with our central bank Not good. You're not going to get it. And your dollar is not yours. It's not worth anything. It's in our bank. Well, that's a real problem. They have the the, uh, the central bank, all of the G7 countries, shut off the Russian central bank's access to nearly all of its foreign currency reserves, $630 billion. That means all that money is just gone. So if the financial system in the West can just decide that your money can suddenly go poof, what the heck is money? Because it's not gold. Is this all a con? Do I have to play by the rules of the United States? And if I don't want to play that game, I'm Mexico. I'm whomever. I'm tired of telling, having Uncle Sam tell me what to do. I don't think I want to hold their currency anymore. Why would the global financial elite reveal this? Well, it's almost like they want this to come crashing down. They want destruction in order to commence with reconstruction. U.S. petrodollars have been the world's currency now, um, our reserve currency all over the world. They are the basis for global energy sales for decades. But now, because of Ukraine and because of our blockade, that's all changing. The Saudis are, right now, considering accepting the Chinese dollar instead of U.S. dollars for all Chinese oil sales. Saudi Arabia been a longtime U.S. ally, with the exception of two times, the Obama administration and Biden's. 
Okay, so the relationship between us and the Gulf Kingdoms has gotten so bad, the Saudis won't even accept our president's phone call. They won't even talk to him. Now, consider a year ago, President Trump was leading a massive peace deal in the Middle East. Relations with Israel and the Arabs never higher. And all the while, the left was saying it could never be done. Look how far we have fallen. And why are we doing why are we doing this? Oil producers and those that refuse to turn their backs on fossil fuels are the new enemy. They have to be marginalized, and the Chinese are stepping in because nature hates a vacuum. Sanctions on Russia are forcing new alliances and an alternate financial system. Yesterday, the Russians told Europe, you got to buy our oil in rubles. That's never happened before. Who do you think is going to win that one? Russia also is working with India. India and Russia are now making moves to operate outside of the Western SWIFT financial network. India has always played geopolitical games on both sides of the fence, but they now have roughly the same population as China, 1.4 billion people. They can't do anything radical like the Great Reset Green Agenda. They can't provide energy for over a billion people with solar panels and wind farms. They're not going to do it. And that's what this really comes down to. Money and energy. Before the experts point out that China and India are adversaries, I just want to show you a couple of headlines. Uh, This one is from the Tribune India. Time for India. China to mend their ties. Another one from an Indian newspaper. China has a huge strategic opening within with India. Now, Russian's foreign minister, and I want you to hear this carefully. Russian's foreign minister straight up announced this part of the axis a couple of days ago. Listen to what he said. There are uh, players who would never accept the global village under the American sheriff. Uh, and uh, China, India, Brazil, Argentina, Mexico. Mm. Uh, I am sure these countries do not want uh, to be just in a position when Uncle Sam uh, orders them something and they say, yes, sir. Russia, China, Saudi Arabia, India. But did you hear the other countries he was talking about? Brazil, Argentina, and Mexico, right in our backyard. Will they join the new access? Well, uh, what do they have in common? Oh, Argentina has uh, 2.3 billion barrels of proven oil reserves. Mexico has 10 billion barrels. And Brazil has 16 billion barrels of oil reserves. Oil is a major part of their economies. And taken together, this is significant. Now, look at the rest of the coming axis. You have Russia, 80 billion barrels. China, 25 billion barrels. Saudi Arabia, 266 India has 30 billion. Iran has 157 billion. And if you're curious about Saudi Arabia and Iran getting along, they have really no choice. It's either cooperate or get stomped. What was it that Larry Fink just said? The world is being divided now on energy producers and the Great Reset. This is going to lead to the decoupling of the dollar. Is that not the best explanation 
of the financial collapse ever. Yeah. I mean, he does such a great job. He does. He's he's uh, pretty insightful. Glenn Beck is the master. You've got to get his book, The Great Reset. I'm sure it's fantastic. Um, we're going to get it. So let's listen. Speaking of the uh, the New World Order, let's get a kick out of this. See if you enjoy this. We'll close out Truman's Matrix, and then we'll go into the ugly truth. So listen to this. See if you know who this is. New World Order. Okay, I got a special treat for you today on this Tom McDonald new release, and that is we took a look at the reactors on YouTube, and I kind of like this guy. He's really philosophical, very deep. And yes, he has his opinions, but I believe that he's trying to play the role of peacemaker. And it's pretty hard to not take a stand when you review a Tom McDonald song. But he does a really good job with this one. Let's listen in to some of his comments, and then we'll debut that song for you. It's called New World Order with Tom McDonald and Adam Calhoun. What is going on, Hog Army? What are ACAL supporters called? Somebody's going to have to comment that. We are back with a big one today. We are back with a song that seems to be breaking the internet right now. We are back with a song that also seems to be pretty damn controversial. Now, we like to be more rational and logical on this channel and balanced, but Tom McDonald always, always likes to get me in trouble. I'm not afraid to upset people. I'm not afraid to lose followers. To make stands on things that I believe in or just to give balanced opinions on stuff. And the beauty of Tom McDonald's music is that he really forces dialogue and conversations about things that are very polarizing. About things that can make people love or hate you just because you gave an opinion on it if they don't agree with it. So, seems to me like we're in store for one of those today, kiddos. I'm excited for this. I am excited. This is huge. This is something I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for Tom and Calhoun to get on a track together right? I've done a lot of Calhoun reactions. I've done a lot of Tom reactions. I will continue to support them. I love independent artists and I love what they represent and the way that they have created. And we are not going to stop supporting independent music and fighting against the industry. They can't stop us because we're ready to fight. All right, coming through, baby. Three, two, one. Here's the problem with America. The country is broken. Because they minds stay closed, but they mouths stay open. Get it <laughs> oh, man. Tom is really the king of some of these one-liners, isn't he? It's just... To me, to do these one-liners as an MC when you're like, man, that's something I wish I would have thought of. Like That's someone who just thinks about life and society deeper. And then when it comes time to write and it comes time to put it to the page, like because he spent that time thinking about it and thinking through it, He's just, he's just got it on tap. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes, we do. For those who understand Tom McDonald, they know that he isn't trying to persuade people or entertain people. He just wants to be an artist. And most, if not every one of his words, just come from his own thoughts. He puts down on paper, and he has such an artistic ability to put it together in a rhythm that blows people's minds backed by solid truth. That's why we like Tom McDonald. Let's keep going with this review and then get into the song finally. What a great line. With America, the country is broken because they mind stay closed but they mouth stay open. Their minds stay closed 
but their mouths stay open. I mean, it's so true. I, we see it all the time. We talk about opinions. We talk about people arguing with each other. I love when people dig into an opinion and they're not informed on their opinion, right? That's literally what Tom is saying because there's a lot of examples of that. When someone's not necessarily as informed on a situation, but because they don't want to look bad on social media and they don't want to maybe admit to being partially wrong or trying to learn something new through the human experience, they would rather just continue arguing with you and continue digging in. So I, I just, what a great line to start this all off with. And look at the lighting already. Look how it's matching, right? You've got Tom, dark lit room, bright light above him. You've got Adam right afterwards, dark lit room, bright light above him. Tom, insane asylum. Adam, insane asylum. Love the matching right now. See? Oh, that was a cool transition. Here's the problem with America. The country is broken. All right, enough on that review. He does a fantastic job, but it's an hour and a half, and we're not going to play the whole thing for you, but you can visit his channel, Knox Nation, K-N-O-X, Knox Nation. Let's listen now to New World Order, Adam Calhoun and Tom McDonald, who said they'd never collaborate with each other. Here's the problem with America, the country is broken Cause they minds stay closed, but they mouths stay open Get attacked and we blame terrorists, go broken We blame the price, blame racists for the racism But only if his skin is white If we don't need guns, cause we can call the police We don't need fire extinguishers, call the firemen, please You didn't wanna build a wall and now the border is weak Your favorite actor has a gate that's like 15 feet Racism is gay, if you're offended, that's retarded Okay, we interrupt this program to bring you a special announcement we do not condone the use of the word retarded in a sense of mental illness degradation. If anyone in the world understands mental illness, it's Tom and Hog Nation. Thank you for listening to this special announcement on the word retarded. And tolerance is great until you speak and you're a target If a white man paints his face black, he's a racist piece of garbage But you put him in a dress and he's courageous and he's gorgeous All these double standards, man, I'm tired of the noise Freedom's an illusion if they censor your voice Call a dad a deadbeat for neglecting his boys But a mom kills a baby and you call it pro-choice You act like you're so much better than us Yeah, we know that Who told you that you're so special To a new world order why they hate the flag, they try to burn it to the ground. Don't do that in front of me, I'ma let off a round pow. Scream loud, burn the city down now. Put it on the news, make them all feel proud. Look, make a system where 85% of black people fill the prison. Is it cause they black or they make bad decisions? I ain't good at math, but it seems like it's division. Or is it white privilege? I believe politicians need to be locked up. Try to take our freedoms, that's how you get shot up. Got our back against the wall, try to just stop us. More guns, more ammunition, please stock up. Election gets rigged, rights get infringed, take this syringe, frighten your kids, show up right where you live, make me want to grab a rifle and just go. You act like you're so much better than us, yeah we know that, who told you that you're so special, to a new world order, your facts ain't facts without censoring us, yeah we know that, good job you lose is your medal. 
everyone blames white folks for every little bitty thing we don't have no one to blame we take responsibility they tell you be a man then call it toxic masculinity then when you act too feminine they call it white fragility i don't understand trans man with humility i'm just trying to raise my kid the best of my ability if i disagree you try to cancel get rid of me you cancer you can't be the answer you killing me and i hate white supremacy just as much as you but i ain't feeling guilty for something i didn't do the system's killing everyone it sucks but it's true they kill you then they broadcast it and call it the news or they'll brainwash you through social media feeds and if you disagree delete you immediately make america china pretty easy to see i will always remember the land of the free you act like you're so much better than us yeah we know that who told you that you so special to a new world order your facts ain't facts without censoring us yeah we know that good job you lose here's your medal to a new world order so that new video new world order dropped friday january 21st 2022 and by sunday tom had a little inside information about the scenery because it had a lot of us perplexed tom wrote on sunday afternoon behind the scenes of the new video could we get a round of applause for nova She did an absolutely incredible job. We built the insane asylum in my kitchen and the bunker in my backyard, and she transported us to another universe with her camera. She also directed Adam's video long distance on FaceTime and edited both of our final products into one video. Whew. Now that you know all the behind the scenes info, Go and watch the video again and download the song. He says it'll hit different. And they did a truly amazing job. They always do writing, producing, directing everything they do as an independent artist. They're incredible. Please visit hangovergang.com. Ding ding. hangovergang.com. Join their newsletter. You'll get notifications, special deals. You'll find out when the songs are dropping. You'll get them early. All kinds of cool benefits to joining the Hangover Gang. That's it for now. But I hope you really enjoyed the new song, New World Order. It's not what we expected, but it did not surprise us that it was still packed with the absolute truth from two powerful artists. Thanks, guys. Remember, Truman's Matrix is a name that we made up. Andrea came up with the concept that we should include all of the headlines that don't fit into one of our major segments. We told you we were going to tell you those major segments. Of course, we have missing persons. And then we start off with vaccine war headlines. Then we move into this segment, Truman's Matrix. Then after that, coming up next will be The Ugly Truth. And then we finish off with Faith Matters. But Truman's Matrix was created from an idea from my brain that the Truman Show and the Matrix kind of combined is how upside down this world is today. So that's our thought. Truman's Matrix is all the weirdest stuff going on in this segment. And I know there's weird stuff going on in the other segments, but <clears throat> those have specific areas of topics. 
Truman's Matrix is a little bit of everything. Now, I said that to say this. I don't know what I'm doing listening to rap music. I don't know how I stumbled upon Tom McDonald. And I'm not sure why I get so, let's just say, feeling positive when I hear Tom McDonald speak, rap, play music, play the guitar, or whatever it is, or just talk as a human being, or even reply to me when we were on a live feed. So that was, whatever it is, I just, I love this guy and his concept that we must hang on to our freedom. We must at all costs. So anyway, that's kind of a weird part of Truman's Matrix that I'm even listening to rap, but you're going to have to deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to the words. And uh, at least he doesn't mumble and, and cuss all the time. That's right. So anyway, that's enough of me rambling on about the greatest rapper, independent rapper ever. And so that is why I said this is part of the Truman's Matrix. Because what is Brian Hale doing listening to that kind of crap? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's close it out. And that's going to do it for this edition of Truman's Matrix a podcast built around the craziest headlines around the world, a production of Digging Deeper Media, owned by Hale Multimedia. You can find Digging Deeper with Brian Hale on your favorite podcast network, or visit all of our podcasts under one roof at diggingdeeper.us. And one more thing. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.